Welcome to the Developer Spotlight, home of Full Dive Gaming Podcast. In the Developer Spotlight, we sit down with VR gaming developers, producers, and writers to discuss their newest gaming titles. This week, we're sitting down with Alberto Moreno, the head of international promotion at My Dearest. Alberto, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I'm really happy to have you here. Do you want to kind of f- tell my listeners, our audience real quick, what projects you've done before, where they might know you from? I started on my dearest, like uh, mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. uh, just when we started with all the Discordia project. And actually, I wasn't on, B- on VR before. I was on mobile gaming. Actually, I was in VR a little bit when you remember when it was like just mobile cell phones and the cardboard. And everything <laughs> yep. was like kind of primitive, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I do. I do remember the days. Maybe someone knows me by it's a mobile game, but it's Captain Tsubasa. It's a soccer, anime style mobile oh. game, like Europe, uh, Middle South America, Arabic countries. Not so much in the U.S. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, I know. We do it. There's a different kind of football here in the U.S., yeah. right? <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Well, so, so come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're saying thank you. We got to say thank you real quick to our sponsor, Asterian Products. If you're listening and you haven't checked them out, Asterian makes great VR and AR accessories. They have the Asterian Aura VR headset stand. Check it out on Amazon. And if you use code FULLDIVE10, you can save an extra 10% off their products. Uh, I was really excited to have you on, Alberto, because you sent oh. us some of your projects you're working on. And one of them really intrigued me. It was talking about your designing well you're designing a game or you're designing three games you're letting the community choose what kind of game they want to see and then you're making it happen can you kind of tell our listeners what this idea is the product gathering uh it's being chaos but i love it (laughs) (laughs) because uh actually we are doing uh, something kind of similar with this cornea like uh, just letting people to decide just small things in the game like uh, uh, places in the game and stuff like that but we want be, um, the community, the gaming community, the players to be more active, let's get in the feedback. And we thought, why don't... It's always like when you have the game out, you get the feedback and you patch the game with the feedback. Mm-hmm. And I think that's not the perfect thing, the ideal thing to do. I mean, if you want the feedback, just get the feedback from the very beginning. Yeah. And just ask, yeah. okay, guys, what game do you want to play? I mean, that's... wow the very first concept I and mean, it's like people is going to say crazy things it's like okay okay we've done our job we have uh, 50 projects uh, we just uh, 50 proposals here at the company we pick up the, the best three so which one do you like and so doing that we have the feedback from the, the players we have the feedback of course from the people in the industry like uh, other developers uh, you have um, meta feedback etc so yeah. right now we had uh, like it was it wasn't it isn't like a voting thing. It's more like getting a because voting is like a you don't get a really good feedback. It's like a, okay choose A B C. Mm. Yeah, oh, I we want to like okay choose I like A because of this, but B is better in that way. So maybe B will be like making a conversation with the user from the very first point. Wow. Wow. I think that's really intriguing because it's funny when you say that idea about like, you know, normally a game comes out, you get the feedback and then you patch it. It just seems to make so much more sense, like get the feedback from the start. But I can't say I've heard of anyone ever doing this before. Was this your idea? Yeah, because, was this it's, something? Because, it, because it's crazy. Because it's yeah. crazy. I mean, people <laughs> is awesome and they give uh, great ideas, but uh, sometimes it's like, oh, 
you have three ideas for a game. Why don't use the three ideas and make the three games? It's like, because we can't. <laughs> I mean, it will be nice, but we are not like a triple A company or something like that. So we have to. But you get some ideas like, look, I don't know, for example, like we have one project with uh, ninjas with uh, superpowers, uh, Gauntlet. Yeah. But we got a couple, we got some feedback. Like, uh, okay, that's a good concept. But I think the ninjas are not associated with superpowers. That's like a more like anime. People who likes anime has that uh, idea, that concept because of Naruto and all of that. But like uh, the general public doesn't relate ninjas and superpowers. So, but then just give a different angle. I was like, oh, actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. How has the community responded so far to the ideas? Have they been receptive to this? Is this new to them and crazy to them, like you said? So it's kind of hard for them to give you the feedback you want? It's really interesting because we are doing like uh, two separate ways. It's not separate, but I mean, we are doing it because you are we are a Japanese company. We are doing it mm -hmm. in Japanese and English, of course. So on the Japanese side, we got a lot of feedback. But on the international side, on the English side, it's really interesting because we got like a feedback at the professional level. Like, I, look, guys, I like this game, but I think right now the VR, it's not ready for games. Like you, you have to play for like four, five hours because the headsets are kind of heavy. So maybe for the next generation of VR kits will be nice. But for this generation, just focus on something that you can play like 15 minutes. And we don't. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a very good point. So we are getting really professional feedback. Like, uh, just, oh, I like this. This is awesome. Not, we got that, but also like really well thought feedback. And it, I mean, it's surprising. It's, you, you can feel that people want to be involved in the mm -hmm. development of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's something I'm, I kind of feel a similar way. I review a lot of accessories and items and I always tell them like, if you want feedback before you have a final design, I'd love to step in and help because it's like, I've met, I've tried a lot of these things. I might be able to help see something that you don't before it's done. Cause if I only get the final product, I can only tell them, Oh, well I like this or I don't like that. So the community is doing the same thing here. They're giving you the ideas before the project is finished. Um, I have to say it, the VR community, the VR gaming community. It's so nice. So nice. Yes, they're awesome. You can't, you can't, even, you can't even imagine because I've been in like several different communities, gaming communities, and to be honest with you, the VR community is one of the best. It's like everybody's nice, and it's scary. Yes. <laughs> it's scary. It's, I don't know if it's because it's so new or what it is, but it does seem like the, you know you run into nice people. They're here because they're passionate about it. The money still isn't necessarily here yet, yeah. so it's people who are here because they want to be, not because they're chasing the money. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I'm talking with other developers, like uh, I've been talking with all the, uh, especially after the the VR up um, the upload VR showcase. I've been talking with many developers like, oh, dude, your, your trailer was awesome. This new game looks awesome. Oh, yours too. And everybody's like, um, and I was asking, I'm not going to say them. It's like, oh my gosh, you're doing something so amazing. How are you managing this? How are you handling this? Like, well, we are overdoing, but I, I love it so much. We just want to do it. We People doesn't care so much about the money. It's like, we just want to make good games. We just want to make good experiences. And that's so nice. Yeah, they just want people to be happy with what they made. Well, yeah. you've got three ideas uh, yeah. that you had people voting on. Can you give me a just a short rundown of what each idea yeah, sure. is currently? 
So uh, three ideas, uh, it's uh, three ideas for a VR multiplayer game. Now, right now we have like a couple of tons of them, but it's like a, going to the next step. There's kind of big budget. I mean, I'm talking big budget, but a VR level. Like, we are not like <laughs> going to make like a Resident Evil multiplayer, blah, blah, blah. No, but it's like a one, it's um, called Bell. It's like a unsymmetric, uh, four versus one DVD kind of style game. Uh, that right now, I think uh, we have a couple of them on PC VR, but uh, I don't think we have one on, on Quest. So that would be interesting. And then we have like a three versus three mobile style. Uh, we were thinking like making it, uh, that's called Code Gauntlet. We were thinking on going on, uh, on the Ninja with a superpowers approach. We might rethink that after getting some feedback. And then we have Code Camp. It's like a kind of open world. Uh, mixing survival fantasy uh, with the camping idea that's uh so those are cool ideas how close are you to landing on one because you're only looking to make one of them right now uh actually it's taking longer than we expected and that's Mm -hmm. uh, because of of all the feedback we didn't expect getting so yeah so much feedback uh we were just expecting just people coming i want this finished over no, we are getting like a really well thought feedback, and of course we have like a conversation in company, but but we still make uh, the official statement soon. I mean, it's uh, maybe in July, I think, something like that. Okay, yeah. So next month, and that means then the full development would start of that idea. Yeah, uh, you yeah, already I mean, started the three. Actually, we want to prepare, like just not going like uh, we're gonna. Do this. We have to prepare some assets, like uh, giving it like an art style, preparing like a basic teaser website or everything like that. And when everything is ready, we are gonna do the, the official announcement. So actually, there are some things already fixed. We are just uh, finishing. But yeah, in July, I hope so. <laughs> we should make uh, the official announcement. And the thing is, uh, because and this is and this is a very good feedback. Uh, this is a really good thing someone said. Actually, not only one person, like several people said, if you pick only one title, the, you're going to disappoint uh, the, uh, the fans, the supporters mm-hmm. of the titles. And we already said, uh, actually, the CEO said in an interview yeah, on Final Weapon, the website, that even if we are going to focus on one, that doesn't mean we're not going to make the other ones. It's like a step by step. Uh, all of them are good ideas. Just let us focus on, focus on one and then let Let's see if we can do the other ones, if it's possible. That was going to be one of my next questions was, if the first one is successful, will you go back and make the other two? So that's great. I wonder if next month you announce the game, which one it's going to be, how long do you think then it's going to be before there's some sort of a playable alpha or something people can actually get in and test out? It depends on which game we make. Mm -hmm. Uh, To be honest with you, for example, we have the Code Camp, the open world survival theme, um, fantasy survival theme. Uh, that's uh, kind of harder to make because you need. Uh, I mean, it's, it's open world, so it, it will yep. take some time. But if we go with the code bell, that's a DVD style. That's kind of easy, easier. Easier. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it. There is nothing easy to, uh, around making games, but <laughs> faster to, uh, to make. So we would like to release uh, at least alpha or closed beta next year, maybe the end of next year. 
Okay. So it is a long process as we've heard from making VR games. Yeah. You're at my dearest and they have some experience making VR games before, but these are pretty different. Those were your first ones were more like visual novel kind of games, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. And yeah. that was, uh, that was a fun fact. There is a fun fact. Uh, when my dearest started doing visual novels on VR, we got some feedback from big, big companies. Of course, I'm not going to say names, but they told us <laughs> uh, that's not going to, nobody's going to like that. That's going to be a disaster. And I actually went well, uh, Tokyo Kronos, and then uh, we were like, okay, we make a one visual novel. It went kind of cool, but uh, we, were, we were not using VR visuals as we could. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, uh, Aldeos came. And visualists is it's really, really nice. But then again, it's a visual novel. It's like just a lot of text, a lot of dialogue. You barely used your hands and that's not VR. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. okay, we could make another game like that. Just do what we know we can do. And just make a new challenge. And then we started making this journey. And after this journey with more like VR mechanics, using your hands, puzzles, stealth, everything. Yeah, and that's kind of moving into our next thing to talk about here. You're working on a game called Discronia Kronos Alternate. And I'm guessing because of the word Kronos, this is in the same universe as the first two games? It's not really. It's it's like a spiritual uh, series. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like a, they are not serving the same words, but they are like some, like, you know, like kind of Easter eggs to other titles. Like, a, if you know, yeah. you know, kind of things. Like, a, maybe this character and this other character are related. Not really, maybe, but I mean, it's just, we are just letting everything to, for people to guess. <laughs> well, for someone out there who's never heard of either of those titles, can you want to give us a synopsis of what Discronia Kronos Alternate is as a game, what it's going to be like? It's uh, like a futuristic uh, sci-fi adventure game. You're like a super, uh, detective with superpowers. Uh, you have a memory that you can access the memory around the objects, some of the objects you can do that and change the past around those uh, memories. So you can investigate the past and you can change the past. And uh, it's a futuristic uh, city where everybody uh, is sharing, is having a shared dream called augmented dreaming. And there's an uh, artificial intelligence just uh, managing everyone's mental health through dreaming. So there's no crime. But then one day, uh, the founder of the city is founded there. Wow, that's, and that's uh, the first day for the protagonist. Like, oh, what, what the first day is. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. A sci-fi detective adventure game. That sounds yeah. like something I, I'm really into the idea of. Is there, when you think of this game, is there another game out there that exists that has any similarities? So if someone were to say, because, you know, people say, oh, well, what is this game in VR? And people say, oh, well, like Knock in VR is Rocket League from yeah. normal. Is there a game that you'd compare it to that's like this? It's a mix between Life is Strange and Dangarompa. Oh. Maybe from Persona. Life is Strange because we want to, because actually I got uh, those Literally, literally, I got those words uh, from the scenario director the other day. Like, uh, Aldeus was too much. You were in a story, but you weren't participating on it. So she made a war, and you can move around the world, and it's a, uh, you have a story around that. It's, it's a war that it's alive itself, and you move along that world. And then you have Dangarompa with Sally. Some surprises. You have the, the trial scenes with uh, instead of uh, I don't remember uh, 
I think it's a monochrome, uh, the very Well, you have the artificial intelligence, you have the trial. That's that's a really cool mm. idea because I, I love Life is Strange. Mm. I don't know much about Danganronpa. I played a little, uh, there was a short, like a classroom well, mystery you were trying to figure out on PSVR. Yeah. Do, do you know the game? Uh, I mean, it's no, not the game. Uh, the anime Psychopaths? Psychonauts? Psychopaths. No, it's like no, uh, okay, uh, minority report kind of ish. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. minority mm-hmm. report's cool. Okay, I like that. There's a game that came out recently in VR. I don't know if I don't know if this is like a sore point to bring up, but I feel like some of the ideas you're talking about are kind of like a game called Wander, which is like a oh, everybody loved that game. It's uh, an awesome yes. game. I mean, if, if someone hasn't played that game, just play it. The trailer was so amazing. Everybody was excited. Everybody was playing it, uh-huh. uh, but that. That game, uh, Wonder is an awesome game, but it's focused on the time traveling thing. Mm-hmm. Here in this Crania time traveling is just one of the tools you have. Okay. You have also the augmented dreaming, uh, going from the reality to the to the dreaming. It's completely different scenarios. You have the trial. You have a steel field where you have to you know hide through stuff. Awesome. It's a this Crania. What we wanted to do. It's like we didn't have that on Aldeus because it was it was a nice game with a great story, but it wasn't. It was always kind of the same mechanics. We didn't want to do that on Discernia. We wanted to okay, you start doing this, but then after thirty minutes, one hour, then you have a new mechanic introduced, and when you get used to that mechanic, then it's like okay, now, now you have puzzles. It's okay, okay, this is this is about puzzles, and then no, now you have an still section. Oh, well, uh, okay. And then, no, and now you have a trial section. And no, now you have a mini game in the dreaming world. Okay, I like yes. it. You're keeping variety in it exactly. to where the yeah. game won't get too, too bogged down in one area. Yeah. Do you have a runtime of potential? Do you think this will be five hours, 10 hours? Do you have any idea yet? Well, uh, it's actually really long. Uh, when we played, when, we, when I played the, the beta, and I'm talking that I knew the game, I was just skipping dialogues and everything. It took me like three, four hours. Okay. Four hours. Just as okay. skipping everything. Because yep. I know the everything. It was like skipping, skipping, skipping. I know how to clear the puzzles, uh, the stealth section, everything. I was for, uh, five hours. So and that's just episode one. So maybe if you start from zero, eight hours easily, mm-hmm. but it can and go and that's if you're fast. <laughs> and, if you're fast yeah. and that's episode one because it's episodic. So you have episode one, two, three. So the final game, uh, I mean, I, it's not out yet, so I can't say. But, but this will be maybe. releasing in episodic parts. Yeah. So this will be episode one. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And without spoiling much, can you tell us when I, cause when I hear murder mystery, but then I hear time travel, are you just trying to figure out the mystery or are you trying to go back and change time a little bit? If that doesn't spoil anything, can you tell us that? A little bit of both. Uh, okay. I don't want to spoil it, but um, at the beginning you have this uh, memory dive, this superpower. You use it uh, on the investigation at your soul, but then you realize that's like a bigger superpower, a bigger power to use. Uh, so you can so you start using the protagonist start using it on different af- aspects. So it gets getting bigger, bigger, bigger. Awesome. Do we have a potential release date you're shooting for on this one? Uh, I mean, uh, we don't have we don't have like an official release date yet. We are aiming for this summer. Okay. So, but we can't we can't say for sure until uh, Meta gives us uh, a date. So we are aiming for this summer for episode one. And you said this summer. Yeah. This summer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's soon. I mean, it's almost summer right now. I... 
maybe enough summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you mentioned meta there. So I'm guessing this is Quest. You're shooting for Quest yeah. right now. Are yeah. you also thinking about PC and PSVR at, at this current time? Uh, first Quest. And we are going to have a flat version of the game for Nintendo Switch. Okay. That's first. Just oh, trying wow. the, the new things. And after that, uh, to be honest, I want us to release the game on other platforms. We get that a lot, like uh, uh, PC VR, uh, PlayStation VR, uh, PlayStation VR 2. We're open to it. Uh, but first of all, first, we want to focus on the Quest version. Once gotcha. it's done, the game is out. It's like, okay, let's work on the, on the other platform. Well, you're kind of at a good time for that because I know PSVR, there are still a lot of devout people. I own a PSVR as well, but PSVR 2 is coming. So it's kind of like, why could you hold out and launch it on that and have those headset haptics? You know, when you're time traveling or something, your headset shakes too, and it would just be so immersive. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the sequence, the animation for the time traveling is so awesome. But I, I want to say something to the people. Uh, Hearing this, the opening is, is awesome. The opening, uh, we got an official feedback about the opening, and it was, uh, I'm quoting, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 100% uh, sure everybody's going to love the opening and everybody's going to be impressed by the opening. That's awesome. Is there any thoughts about putting out a demo that so then everyone can get to that point to convince them or... <laughs> Or only releasing the Oh, game. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are working on the demo. Uh, we are thinking how to deliver the demo version to the people. Uh, most probably, we'll give away the demo on our Discord server. Uh, because uh, just uh, putting the, the demo on the MetaQuest store, it's, it's kind of hard you know, at several levels. So just giving it directly to people on maybe App Lab. But yeah, yeah, most probably on our Discord server. That's interesting because I've wondered why for a while now. It does seem like we barely ever get demos on the Quest Store for anything. Where with PSVR, there was a lot of demos and it made it a lot easier to choose games and to try games out. But you said it's a little complicated with Meta. It's to get complicated a demo. because, I mean, the quality controls of Meta, they are really, really strict. And that makes sense. I'm perfectly fine with that. So you are working on having like a perfectly done game so if you want to release a demo then you have to go to the quick qa process for the demo and everything it gets delayed maybe the the development gets delayed because of the development of the demo so it's a little bit hard okay if you if that's you don't have the resources mm -hmm. yeah that's good to know because i've wondered that for a while uh we talked about your upcoming choice community driven games that mm -hmm. you're working on here we talked about this game that is in the works it sounds like it's actually pretty close to releasing here dyschronia chronos alternate is there any other projects or anything about these two projects we didn't cover you'd like to share we sold uh the trailer on upload vr showcase uh people like it but the thing is uh, we recorded the footage like a like three, couple of months, two, three months ago, the game got much, much better visually. You know, awesome. Got, like, uh, we had some awesome uh, developers from big titles like Monster Hunter, uh, Final Fantasy, I think it was 14, like uh, big, big titles. So we have people here working at uh, graphic design, programmers, everything. So, uh, and I get like a when people saw the trailer and it's like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. It looks better. Oh, good. It's impressive. It's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good yeah. news when things are improving. Yeah. And as, as we say, as I said at the beginning, uh, we like to have the feedback from the community and just put it into the game. 
Right now we are doing that for Discordia yeah, a little bit. Okay, people on Discord just uh, giving ideas for some places. Right now they are just giving ideas for the the news broadcast program you know, in the game. It's like, a, like a, you know, uh, the founder of the city was a found murderer, and it's like a news broadcast just on, yeah. on all the screens. So people is proposing ideas. Um, we have a whiteboard with all the names. Just writing them, just showing it to the to the director. Which one do you like? And it's really nice. And we are gonna do that again soon. Actually, we should do it. Uh, we should start doing it uh, this week or maybe next week. And it's gonna be uh, this kind of spoiler, but it's gonna be like a, the hotel, the hotel uh, in the game. So if people want wants to join, just come to Discord and just write the ideas. And it's cool. It, and the community is nice. Good. Well, definitely, we'll make sure that we have links to your Discord to the pages about the game, to yes. where people can help choose in the new, in the upcoming game, where people can also do that because it sounds like you've got a lot going on and a lot to do with your community, which I love to hear mm -hmm. from any VR developer. You're really involved with the people and you're actually letting them pick the game. So that's that's revolutionary, honestly. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, we got that, we got like a, the usual developer against the uh, user feedback uh, fight, like, you know, some levels. Like, uh, <laughs> people want this, and it's like, a, yeah, but that's too expensive, or that's too hard, and it's like, a, we don't care. I love that. I love that. I mean, at the end of the day, this is just making games that people want to play. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, when people ask, uh, what's, uh, what's about making a game? What's, what's the idea behind that? So just make a good freaking game, some people, people, games that people want to play. That's about that's that's just just it. I like that. I like mm. that because that's what we need more in VR. We get all kinds of games come out all the time, but mm. there's always something everybody wants that we haven't found yet. And I, especially when you said Dead by Daylight, kind of like something like that, that struck me because my brother plays a lot of Dead by Daylight, and mm. I keep waiting. Like, okay, what's the game I can tell him? Okay, you got to try this now in <laughs> VR, and I haven't seen it yet. I've been waiting for it, so I I'm mean, excited about that. I and I was uh, that was like my personal feedback when we had these uh, these ideas and because I was uh, actually I was in charge of the of the trailer conceptual trailer Code Bell the DVD game uh, the first concept for the trailer was too scary because I'm a horror fan I love horror movies horror games uh, everything so the, my first concept for the trailer was too scary and it was like a uh, yeah, this is cool, but people is gonna be actually scared. And it's like, okay, 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 let me just water it down. <laughs> so I was like, if there's a thing, if we make this game, please let's let's talk with Junji Ito to make some character design. That will be so awesome. That sounds cool. I'm excited to see where all of this goes, and I know that I'll be following it. I want to say again, though, thank you for coming on. This has been really cool to hear about your ideas and what's coming up with your games. Thank you for inviting me. It's been yes, a pleasure to be here. <laughs> well, thank you so much. If you're out there listening to the podcast, and of course, if you're listening to this on Spotify, there's going to be a lot of trailers in this one on the YouTube channel. You really might want to come over and check out this episode so you can see what these games are looking like in their current form, what's coming up. And of course, if you're already here watching us on YouTube, remember that we're on every major audio platform. You can take us with you on the go, at work, wherever you want to. Our podcast is here for you. So thank you for coming out and listening with us. And if you're thinking about taking the dive into VR, it's time to just dive on in. <laughs>